Welcome to Fear Me, a podcast about The Walking Dead. Fear Me. Hey everyone, I'm Kim. This is Stuart. And this is Scott calling from the biosphere at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight for another episode of Fear Me. We're going to be recapping The Walking Dead Season 6, Episode 10, The Next World. Which I think The Next World is pretty darn awesome with Jesus in it. <laughs> and Naked Rick. <laughs> Getting religious, are you? Yeah. Woo, Jesus. Oh my! Oh my! I didn't think you were going there with Jesus. Yeah, really. So, Kim, I take it you enjoyed the episode. I did. Yeah, there was lots to look at it this in this episode. Lots of eye candy. So, yep, I'm happy with it. <laughs> Storyline was all right. <laughs> oh, really, you you bothered noticing there was a storyline? I did. That's great. I did. No, I actually did really like it. I think this was the comedic break that we needed. So. From the very beginning when Eugene was talking about the sorghum until the very end when we got to see Rick's little butt. It was great. It was definitely the uh, Rick and Daryl comedy hour. It was. Yes, it was. <laughs> On the road. Uh, you know, I, I, can tell, I can tell you honestly to the audience, we did not talk about this at all. Because Kim never mentioned any of this whole eye candy thing to me. Until I'm uh, hearing it right uh, now, I'm like completely blown away. I never thought of any of that. Really? Well, you're a man. Well, obviously, but I never thought. Okay, well, yeah, there. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of a man. He's thanks, God, I appreciate it. Well, yes. from a woman's perspective, Jesus's eyes. Mm. Jesus. They mm-hmm, make you want to scream, <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Okay. You all got right. religion, baby. You got yep. religion. All right, I didn't yep. think you were going to go there at all, but it's all right. Well, let me, let, hey, I got to say this, though, when you talk about your eye candy, guys. Yeah. They, obviously, this episode happens a while after our, the last episode. Um, why is Daryl still dirty? He's always dirty, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, they're civilized. They've got a town again. Take a shower. I don't think that guy sleeps indoors, to be honest. Uh, he must not. That's sleeps in a van like. down by the river. At least Rick was clean this time. Well, yeah. can can I just say, before we get too far into it, I thought the episode was good, too, because no one asked me. Oh, because you don't mm-hmm. matter. Okay, well, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. No, I enjoyed it, too. It was kind of playful, and uh, if someone had actually ex- tried to describe the episode to me, I'd probably been like, that sounds really boring. But it was actually yeah. really good. It was really well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, mean, the, not I, the whole I would... episode. I think like the, the Jesus stuff, of course, is awesome. Yeah. Um, if, but if, good Lord, if I hear the freaking term bromance again, <laughs> but I thought it like, if you described to me that, uh, Rick and Daryl were going out on, you know, their little jaunt around, I would have been like, oh, that sounds corny as hell. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. It was actually really fun. Duncan, I, I, I agree with you. There was a lot of it that was enjoyable and, and a lot of fun to watch. Uh, there were still parts of it though, that really kind of dragged, um, I really, someone's going to have to really get me to get into the Enid storyline. That's just not doing anything for me. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know that that is ever going to get you. It's until they it it comes to some sort of fruition, some other thing happens. Right. Uh, but, yeah, Enid's, 
Yeah, even the Spencer stuff that was happening, I was just kind of like, ah. Exactly, exactly. De- if Deanna hadn't shown up, then uh, then the whole Woods thing would have been just like, really, why is that here? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yep. It was quite boring. But, but getting back to to the uh, the comedy troupe, uh, love the fact that it started out with my favorite song, More Than a Feeling by Boston. Oh, yeah. Nice start. <laughs> Very happy about that. <laughs> Did you You're going to make me play that song, aren't you? What I want to know, though, is who was playing it. Was it Carl who was playing it, or was it Rick that was playing it, or was it Michonne that was playing it? Because when Rick got in the car, he started playing that country garbage. I can't even remember what it was he was playing. Yeah, I thought he um, was playing I thought Rick yeah, was thought playing so it, because he was the one that was like, I don't know, he was folding laundry or something. But it didn't fit the music he was listening to when they were in the car. Unless, oh, that's right. Unless he was torturing Daryl. Because they were in the house, and that's when... Um, I was getting ready to say to Michonne. <laughs> Michonne was um, uh, wearing her robe, getting all scantily. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long ago after um, the last episode do you think this happened? Because it had definitely been a while. Well, on The Talking Dead, they said two months. Really? That's all? Yeah. But I could have sworn they said, someone said that it had been like a few weeks. Who? Like during the episode, I don't, I don't even know. I, for some reason, I got that impression. I thought someone had said that. Well, well, it definitely had been at least months because it, Carl it, was pretty recovered, and they, they even have a black and white picture of Carl on the on the thing there that someone, a photograph that someone had taken. That's true. You know? I wasn't really happy that they skipped all that time. I wanted to see what happened with Carl. Well, I wanted to see him struggle. I mean, not that well, I wanted to well, see him struggle, but you know what I mean. I kind of thought the same thing. Uh, I was like, right when it started, I was a little peeved that they were skipping around in time again. But when you think about it, you didn't have to deal with all that cleanup crap that was going on. Yeah, but... No, I was actually, I was pleased that they moved ahead. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I was, you know, when it started out with with the humorous tone that it had and, and life as usual, um, I was kind of relieved. I was a little bit tired of all the stress and everything that the show was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's time for them to experience more of a regular type episode once in a while. And it felt like that to me. I didn't mind them bumping ahead several months. I did feel the the reason the two weeks or versus two months, two months isn't that long either, kind of stuck out to me was that um, it seemed like it would have been a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it looked like it, it, where they were from where they had been looked like maybe six months. Because everybody's like, thinking. you know, everybody's happy and um, right. you know, completely moved on. Other than being eyeless, is it seems to be completely well, recovered. I had my knee replaced six months later. My I wasn't recovered from that thing, so I can imagine when I shot out. That's what I was trying to say. Is that Carl? Like we didn't experience any of his teenage angst with this whole eye thing. Like, don't you think he'd be pretty pissed off about losing his eye? And going through trying to deal with having to see out of one eye and compensate for it when he's fighting and, um, you know, everything that goes with with a major injury like that. We didn't see any of that. And all of a sudden he's that's why he's doing that. That's why he's bouncing the ball off the wall. He's got a little PT. He's he's practicing. I mean, because obviously his depth perceptions all screwed up, but. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't think you need to see it, I guess. I mean, I, again, I went into it at the starting. I was like, they jumped again? This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But looking back, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to see all that stuff. I mean, luckily for them, the episode worked. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's fine, but I just, I would have liked to have seen some of that in-between stuff about Carl. 
yeah, I mean, it was, it was weird that all of a sudden you see like Rick and Daryl like jump in the car and go all Dukes of Hazard, yeah, and start driving mm-hmm. around all of a sudden, like after they were just in this huge fight. Um, but yeah, and even Rick's fine with the fact that Jesse's gone now and her whole family's gone. And right, yeah, boy, that right. was that was uh, eliminated really fast, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean that's that's not even a, a there was no recovery for Rick on that one. Exactly. And he, he didn't just even moved on. he didn't even talk about it during the last episode. Uh-uh. So that's done, gone, forgot her. Yeah. And we didn't see anything on Glenn, did we? Mm. No, there was a bunch of characters no, you Maggie. didn't see at all. Yeah. Saw Maggie. That was another one with her that scene with her and Eden. I was kind of like, "Really why?" You know, and it's funny too cuz Forrest girl <laughs> Really seems seems to have some of her lines in there seem like she was the one who wanted to be back in the town and Carl was the one fighting to be out there. And I was kind of going, wait a minute, what? Yeah, they're they're, flipping again. Oh, and then she was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to come out here anymore. Right. Enid's probably scared at this point. And Carl just needs some time away. Yes, Carl's still dealing with some stuff. There's no doubt about that. Well, damn, he just lost a freaking eye. Well, yeah, but you know, maybe he was a big fan of the governor. And he was like, dude, I get a patch. <laughs> he does get instant cool points now. Except for the fact that he's still wearing that hat. Yeah, that hat, man. Come on, you can't fix that. No. Get an iron. Mm. Hey, how come some of the people in the town got power and some don't? I don't know. Rolling blackouts power, yeah. from the generators? I don't know. That's- you pick a town. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what did you think about um, Denise's conversation with Daryl before he goes out searching for stuff? About the pop. That was kind of cute. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. it was. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I thought it was nice, but it's just another example of showing the the time had passed and, and the regularity of their lives. I tell you this though, I, you know when when it finally got to <laughs> when they finally drove off and then they went to the to the uh, the credits and all that, yeah. I really was sitting there and I <laughs> I sat there and I went, what in the hell did I just watch? Because <laughs> I was just like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> what happened? Just that whole beginning, just the whole beginning. You were, you were just you know? like thrown by what was what was happening compared yeah. to what we just saw the week yeah. before. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just... And, it, and by the fact, you know, that all the time had passed, all that kind of stuff, I was just kind of like, well, all right, then. This is kind of weird. Well, I kind of felt the same way because they immediately started out with the comedy stuff with um, uh-huh. Daryl and Denise. And right. it was a, it's a complete 180 from last week when you're like, not really crying, but like mourning the loss mm-hmm. of several people from the um from the cast and and right. you've got all these zombies walking around and the whole town isn't getting ready to fall and now all of a sudden everything's just hunky dory again. Life is good, birds mm-hmm. are singing, singing kumbaya. I tell you the uh, uh, Rick and Daryl's conversation with Eugene was funny. Yes. When he's talking about the sorghum and then they just both kind of looked at him like like what the hell? <laughs> yeah, right. Are you serious? <laughs> Jeans. What did he say? It was we go from de- uh, desperate to hunky dory or something like that. Yeah, right. Hunky, hunky, dunky, hunky, dunky. <laughs> something. And then they both just kind of looked at him like. <laughs> exactly. He's trying to convince him. <laughs> I have I have a very confused look on my face, folks that cannot see. Yeah. It. 
It was just funny. But they both just kind of stared at him for a minute, and I just started laughing. Yeah. And then they drove away. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, well, I guess, the, you know, of course, then they went out and found the, uh, the sorghum uh, building that had the truck in it with all the supplies. Yeah, how lucky was that? Right. Jackpot. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what they were saying. The averages that's come true. around. Mm-hmm. So when you get a stash like that, don't you think you should probably just drive mm-hmm. straight back to Alexandria? I was thinking the same thing. Yep. I knew as soon as they said, we'll take a different way back yep. and see what's going on. It's I was like, downhill oh, this, this is I not was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, why would you, you just came the other way. You had no problems. Right. No, that truck's not going home. No, and then for them to find the... Um, the vending machine? The vending, vending machine. machine. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen one in so long. Um, for them to find this, this <laughs> the vending machine and linger there, I thought that was pretty stupid, too. Mm-hmm. Why go out of your way for a can of pop? I understand Denise needs it. Mm-hmm. It was... It was t- Daryl was trying to do a nice thing, but let me ask you this. This is funny. They couldn't. They couldn't lift the the machine and turn it over, right? Mm-hmm. And then they turned it over at the vehicle, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But how in the hell did they wrap the chains around it? Oh. They couldn't pick it up. Oh, good catch. Well, so I don't know. A nail. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe it had some sort of um, detail on the side of it where you could get some. You know, it was lifting it off the ground a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> It might not have been completely flat on the side, is all I'm saying. My bigger question is, why were they stopping in the first place? Was it only to get pop? I think so. Because it looked like they were looking to get gas or no, something. No, Daryl saw the thing there. Yeah, well, he okay, was looking okay. in the window. You remember at the convenience store first? Yeah, well, that makes Christ. it all that much more stupid, significant Yeah, that they should not have freaking stopped. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, why the hell? But if they just drove back, then we wouldn't have had a story. I know. I'm just talking about being stupid. We wouldn't have met our Savior, Jesus Christ. I know. The funny thing is when when he came on the screen and I texted Scott, I was like, Jesus! And (laughs) what did you (laughs) say, Scott? I thought thought you were just using it as a declarative. Exactly. I was like, no, no, that's his name. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Because I think you said, Jesus, and I went, oh, hell. <laughs> that was one of those moments where they should have had a camera on me filming my reaction. Yeah. Because yeah. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. I think I was jumping on the couch at that point, too. I jump on the couch a lot. I was excited when they found the soda. <laughs> no. Anyways, I think that was a good, it was a great confrontation uh, between all three of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then I actually felt comfortable that they were letting the guy go. You know, because he was like, "Okay, well, you know, you know, good luck." Mm-hmm. And he took off, mm-hmm. and then they're like, they heard the the fireworks right, right, going right. off. Right. That was perfect. Although it pissed me off at the same time. I was like, "Damn, mm-hmm. that guy just stole their shit!" <laughs> After just they just that... found all that, you know, it's like, yeah. ah. I mean, I guess that's where I was like, "Why the fuck did you stop in the first place?" Exactly. But it, I did think it was kind of strange that they were, while they were perplexed, they kind of let the conversation go. When the guy kind of, you know, just the simple fact that he's on his own running around out there mm-hmm. just seemed well, rather Well, they were, yeah, but, but they were they fighting between themselves. They were fighting between right. themselves as to, well, you know, I mean, Rick was like, well, you know, we need to. He was asking him the, what the three questions. Yeah. And right. uh, and Daryl's like, screw that guy. Following him. Yeah. And they talked about following him. But yeah, it's part. It's so 
perfect because it actually it it uh, added like some cool layers to the character, like the mischievous Jesus. Well, yeah, character. you know, and it was funny because, like you said, he said um, I think uh, Rick was asking the three questions, and Daryl was like, "No, not him." Yeah. And uh, and Rick shut right. up, but or just kept trying. But then once once he had stolen the van, uh, I guess they had captured him or whatever, and they were talking. And I guess Daryl said, uh, well, I guess we do need to be bringing in new people. And and, uh, and Rick looked at that guy and he goes, huh, not that guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think has, has changed Rick to feel like he does need to bring people into Alexandria? He's um, gone full circle. He's, he's become Daryl. He's running out of people. Because half of them just got killed off in the last episode. <laughs> exactly. Well, for some for some reason, he all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, popped, you know, just bam, all of a sudden he thought everything De- Deanna was saying was right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like they said in the car, he, he said to Daryl, he said, you know, you had it right as soon as we walked in there. You said we need to go and bring in more people. And Daryl said, no, no, I had it wrong. He says, no, no, you had it right. It just took me a long time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you got to remember, like, when... Um... When Carl got shot at the end of the last episode, he was mm-hmm. flipping out, saying there was all everything that he wanted to show and share with him, and all this kind of. I mean, right? You know, he had that major turning point, some point. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I mean, he's he's trying to build the community again and, and lead mm-hmm. the community. So mm-hmm. even though he's going out there with Daryl, and they're both out there acting like jackasses, <laughs> I did think <laughs> like it was after, themselves after they finally ended their adventure and, and had drag jesus's ass back to the town or whatever that um i think rick says something to the effect of yeah you know that really is stupid us going out there and and then daryl goes yes we'll do it again tomorrow yeah yeah. that was good (laughs) i I was wondering why they would send out their two strongest people i think it's because they want to they want to do it Mm -hmm. yeah they want yeah exactly they wanted to do it but i i agree with cam it's um Mm -hmm. you know you're opening yourself up after everything that's happened Right, like who, yeah, where, everything that they've Aaron? run into. Where's who? And where's where's Aaron? Aaron, the original wanderer. He was hanging out on the porch last time I saw him. Yeah. He was the guy that was going out there all the time. He yeah. was the one talking about he had to go yeah. out there. True. We haven't seen much of them lately. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But yeah, again, we didn't see much of a lot of the people in this. It was just a handful right. of the Well, the I think folks. it really was just the Daryl and Rick comedy hour. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then, to pursue Jesus again... Why mm-hmm. Why did they keep going after this guy? Why not just say, forget him, he's a screwball, leave him alone? Well, because they just jacked, he just jacked all their stuff. Right. And they've got no ride home anyway, so why not just go try and chase him? They were booking it. They wanted that van back. Yeah. You know, and I mean, and they did, you know, they didn't really care about him. They just tied him up and left him on the side of the road and left. Mm-hmm. They just wanted the damn van back. Mm-hmm. Um, Although I gotta say, when they finally caught him, and mm-hmm. and he showed some good moves too. Yeah, what was that about? I don't know. What, what, what he did, was holding his what own. What is though. Jesus? Jesus, a ninja? Well, Jesus can walk on water. Uh, well, so. he was floating. He was, he was uh, <laughs> floating like a butterfly. Yes, he um, was. He was beating some ass, and I thought that was awesome because <laughs> I wasn't expecting it at all. So, Kim, you know some about Jesus? Is he like a kung fu master or something? No. So that was not to be expected. No, he's not like Morgan. Mm-hmm. 
Ooh, I'd like to see him and Morgan fight. That okay, but after seeing him fight, after him pulling uh, the pickpocket thing on them so right. easily, why would you tie him up behind the truck when you're driving away? Exactly. Like, why well, wouldn't you put him in front of the truck so you could watch his ass the entire... Especially when he was like, mm-hmm. oh, these knots aren't that tight. Like, why right. wouldn't you watch his I think they pretty before? much just tied him up where they knocked him down. Yeah, but I'm saying when when they were driving around or driving away, uh-huh. I knew right away that guy was he was on the truck. Right. Especially since they took their sweet asses moving. Yeah, exactly. They're the like, oh yeah, we got the truck again. Like, smile to each other, and <laughs> handshake, whatever. Yeah, high five. High five. And yeah, handshake wouldn't high five. that'd be weird. Well, see, that's what I'm saying is after. <laughs> that's right. High five. When they go into that field and discover Kissed that he's other. on top of the truck. Why not uh-huh. just slam on the brakes, make him fly off, and then just leave? Ah, uh, Daryl was pissed. Or run over him. Or, or they him. were both pissed. <laughs> they were pissed. They just yeah. wanted to kick his ass. Well, yeah, Daryl got out of the truck, and it was like, that was, I think that was uh, Hardwick, or somebody said it was like the Benny Hill move, moment. Yeah. yeah, it was. It Which was the Keystone Kim, Cops. I guess someone actually created that, right? Didn't yeah, you see that, CJ Kim? Creech, actually, he does his own podcast. Okay. And I met him back in Atlanta at Walker Stalker, and he did this awesome parody set to the Benny Hill music of them uh-huh. running around in the field, and it is spectacular. <laughs> yeah, it's on Facebook, so try to find it. It's hilarious. That is, that's perfect. I shared it. Yes. I can put it on our Facebook page, I guess. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah. It's but yeah, that whole scene, I mean, it was smart. I mean, for... Uh, Daryl getting out of the truck was actually smart because, yeah, you're not going to chase him around in a truck in the field. Well, I thought the funny thing is, you know, really, when, when Rick was still driving around, you could see them in the background. Yeah. <laughs> he was juking Daryl and so forth. <laughs> that looked funny, just running around in the field. Yeah, but to see the truck go down in the water, it was like, mm. oh, man, mm-hmm. that sucks. Yeah. Well, before, well, before that, um, Jesus is in the truck, pulls the gun from Daryl, and shoots that walker that's behind him. Yep, yep. Before they even lose the truck, which I thought that showed, it proved, which I uh-huh. guess Rick then uh, pointed out just after that, that the guy had some humanity. He didn't, you know, uh-huh. he didn't let him die. Well, Jesus, I, I'm, I'm assuming that we'll find out that Jesus is a good guy. Yeah. It's well, they seem to be giving away a lot. Uh-huh. Description and with the little um, the preview for oh, the, the next week. For the next week, yeah, teaser for the next yeah. week is is I'm pretty much telling you that it, he's not alone. Right, and he he said it too. I mean, he said, um, "Oh, you guys thought you guys were alone out here." So, yeah, I mean they they obviously lied to each other when they when they both said that they didn't have camps, but we we knew that at the time. Mm-hmm. Even I didn't think there was any reason that he was that he was completely by himself. And like Rick pointed out, like two seconds later, he said, man, the guy's beard's trimmed. He's clean. Yep. He's cleaner than you, Daryl. <laughs> Did you see how beautiful his eyes were? <laughs> <laughs> his eyes were piercing. It was actually a really good observation on Rick's part, because I never would have looked at something like that. Well, his beard almost looked fake to me. Uh, mm-hmm. I will, As a person with a beard. I will say, once again, the way they introduced him was exactly out of the comic the What's way it? he looks, that actor, Tom Payne, he is like spot uh-huh. on Jesus from the comic. Uh-huh. Yeah, but he, I, I saw pictures of him in the comic. He's a little bit more homeless. Yeah. He maybe doesn't have the beautiful eyes. <laughs> what was the bandana yeah. over his face? 
Um, what was well, that about? You know, just to hide his identity, I guess. He does. He does wear that in the comic, though, right? Yeah, he does. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's part of his character. He looks exactly like him mm. in the comic book. Mm. Maybe he just doesn't like the smell of all the dead people around. That's true too. Maybe he doesn't like people thinking he looks like Jesus. So, so he wants to look like a stormtrooper. Except for his friends. Yeah. Yes. So after all that, they still bring him back to Alexandria for Denise mm-hmm. to work on. Like, mm-hmm. don't you think that's just stupid? Yeah, I mean, if they were going to leave him by the side of the road tied up, why didn't you just leave him clocked in the field? Right. I mean, do you think they well, really be- care about him as, like, his health to make sure that he's okay? Or is there another reason behind bringing him back? Because obviously he's proving that he's not someone to be trusted. Yeah, but I think they he proved by um, by killing the walker that he he was, uh, he, you know, I mean, he was more humane than most right. of the people they've been dealing with. He may have been salvage, salvageable. Yeah. Speaking of salvageable, man, I, they need to go in there and get that damn toothpaste. <laughs> That stuff will still be good. I was actually thinking the same thing, that maybe somebody should be jumping in that water and getting all those canned food items. I was too, but at the same time, I'm questioning, does stuff live under the water? Oh, Mm. walkers? There is that. Well, according to Fear of the Walking Dead, they do. Well, yeah, and I was thinking about that. Like, I was thinking about it in conjunction with the two, like... They were showing walkers under the water. The walkers in the water would probably turn to mush. Oh. Like the well no, guy. No, do you remember that episode? Pretty gross to find out. Do you out. remember that episode when the governor, when they were doing the backstory of the governor and they showed him out yeah. on the lake and there were walkers all around the pier that he was standing on? And they oh, were under yeah. the water reaching up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah, so maybe going into lakes is not such a good It'd be a little bit harder way. to get away. That'd be a good episode. I don't know, I don't, but they, they, well, they haven't really had something like that, though, have they? No. Maybe they should. Maybe they should show them going back to see if they can get anything out of the van. Well, there was a ton of shit in there. That's what it looked there like. There was, and it was canned stuff. I know. There was even a pasta maker. You know, going back to that though, when they <laughs> found that, there was, there was a pasta maker sitting back. <laughs> when they found that truck, mm-hmm. they seemed completely confident that no one was around. There's gas in it. Let's go. Yeah. Right. And that uh, and that kind of gave me a little anxiety. Like when I was watching, I was like, really? You're not going to check that whole was, barn and make sure that someone's not there? I think part there? of it, Stu, was, you know, like the fact that when he says, you think it'll run? and, and uh, He said, I know, know it'll said, run. I know it'll run. I think Rick was playing off of a hot hand. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was riding a hot streak. Yep. And it was kind of like, true. You know, really confident. hey, we found this. You bet it's going to mm-hmm. run. Things are going our mm-hmm. way. Well. Law of averages. But we're only an episode away from when they first ran into the saviors. That's right. Law of averages. So. It's come around. And again, that's that's one of the main reasons why the two of those guys don't need to be heading out by themselves. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just being sensible. Me too. It's only been... Kim, you are not sensible. What? Let Aaron... Let Aaron do his thing, man. Aaron's not strong yes. enough. Aaron, Aaron and Daryl were doing a good job. Anywho. Aaron may not be super strong, but he's surprisingly spry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it sucked they lost all that in the lake, but who knows? Maybe, maybe they can send Aaron to go get it. Yeah, well. So, Enid and Carl in the woods. Yawn. 
You just don't like her, do you? She's a very uh, boring character. They need her to do something. They need they need her. She needs to do something dark. Yeah, her character needs to do something. I still yeah. don't trust her. Every single episode I see her in, she just rubs me the wrong way. Well, she keeps hey, doing the pouty lip thing, which is really annoying the hell out of me. Yeah. Yeah, really. So they found that note in the balloon, right? Mm-hmm. At least I think it was a balloon. Yeah, it was. What was that about? So apparently, from what I'm gathering, some person somewhere else in another camp or whatever put a note in a balloon. Because somewhere they found helium, too. Mm-hmm. You know, let it fly. And it was probably There's like an SOS type note. But it got wet, as Enid was saying. And so it totally disappeared. But it came down near Alexandria. Well, because when you see them next, they're sitting on the ground and Carl's reading a comic book, I think. And she's still reading the note. Yeah. And I was trying to think if there's any relevance to it. Because they did make a point of it. Well, she's trying to see if, if she can decipher anything well, from it, I would guess. No, 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 no. Because remember they were talking about how um, she was saying, well, it, it just proves that someone else is out there. And he said, well, we know yeah. people are out there. That's right. That's understood. I think no, what no. she's trying to get at is that it's almost she's reassuring. Eat it? No, uh-huh. it's almost reassuring <laughs> for them to know that they are not the only people left in the world. Even though they know there are bad mm-hmm. people out there, that they don't really count, you know. Right. And so to think that there's someone else out there that's looking for other survivors gives them mm-hmm. hope that the world will continue. Yeah, I'll tell you this though. I I thought probably the the dumbest question of the show was when Enid Enid was talking to Carl. She says, "Well, what are we doing out in the woods?" And I'm thinking, "What? This girl's lived in the woods half her life. It seems like. Mm-hmm. Why would she be questioning the fact that they're walking around in the woods?" Well, I mean, other than there's no more malls. Again, I think it goes back to everything that just happened. Like you would think. That after everything that had just happened, you would probably be staying inside the walls as much as possible. Well, she didn't seem to be too agitated about it. It was just more kind of like, so what are we doing in the woods? Like, bored. Right, and, and, she, like, and she was she's, part of the reason they would go out there in the first place. Right. Yes. Yeah. kind of struck me as being very odd. Yeah, but she did say she was done. She wanted to go back. And, and they did. Oh, it's all about Enid, whatever she wants. Oh, I want to go back. I want to go out. Oh. <laughs> Poor Carl. I want to read the note with no text on it. Good grief, That's guys. Right. It's all soapy and washed away. <laughs> Y'all just have no romance. <laughs> mm. Grumpy old men. We don't, we don't have those piercing <laughs> eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when Carl saw Walker Deanna. Mm-hmm. Yep. I knew it was Deanna. Did you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I kind of figured it was too. I'm glad there was no, especially saw when her. you saw, especially when you saw the um, the tourniquet on her leg. Yes. Yeah. I gave it away. Yeah, it was like yeah. what it was her clothing or her pants or something. I could tell. Like, her shoes. Her shoes. She initially yep. showed you. You saw them before those boots. Mm-hmm. Yep. And obviously his reaction because there was something right. about whatever the zombie was that was um, stirring him differently. How is oh. she? How is she the only walker that got away last week? I don't think she is. I think she's just because there was other ones wandering around the woods. They had d- the dude with uh, most of his throat torn out. Mm-hmm. He was walking through the woods. They killed him. Yeah, or Spencer did. Oh, that's true. I think there was other ones out there wandering around. She just he he Spencer had just seen her in particular. Mm-hmm. She definitely had to meander out of there. Pretty untouched though, 
Because uh-huh. didn't last time we saw her, where was she? She was she inside. She was the... upstairs in the house. Yeah, that's what I was gonna yeah, say. She's in the house. Ready to co- confront the guys. So yeah. she had to get out of there. And she wasn't uh-huh. even badly damaged because remember all those walkers that were coming at her when she opened the right. door with the gun. She yelled at them. They ran away. I guess they didn't chomp she on her too much. She had a big much. yell. No, nope. but well, she was. I guess because she was dead pretty quick, maybe. Yeah. And they just lost all interest in one. She was holding a map, though. Oh, well, you know what? So. She had been bitten, so her blood was already tainted. That's right. Why. And she had to You go. act like I'm... <laughs> like I'm saying something really stupid. <laughs> I... <laughs> I... <Okay. laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <laughs> all Scott can say was, that was not acting. <laughs> Oh, my God. That was a hell of a scream. So Carl sees Walker Diana. uh, Diana, Jesus. Walker Deanna. And he lets her go. Mm -hmm. But I had no idea what he was trying to do. I I didn't even dawn on me that he was trying to steer Mm -hmm. her in what's-his-face's direction. Well, he was definitely leading her because he said, come on, come on. Did he? remember yeah yeah remember when he was standing there enid was getting pissed off she was like no i need to kill it you know and he stopped her but he right. before that he was kind of waving to her waving to deanna saying come on come on mm-hmm. so he was going to be he was leading her somewhere yeah well i i think it was very poignant that he actually did leave lead her back to spencer so that spencer oh, sure. could take her out and be the one that do it right mm-hmm. um it didn't and that's why he said that to uh uh, Michonne there when they were on the porch. Right. You remember that when he when he said that because uh, she was like you should have killed him and he was like no someone someone who loves her should be killing her or should be finishing it. Yeah. And he said I would do it for you too to Michonne. I know which was so sweet. Yeah. Hallmark. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but the Spencer scene with Deanna didn't really have that impact that I was hoping that it would. I mean, it was okay. I just, I don't know. After the comedy, I just wanted to laugh. (laughs) Well, Spencer's just kind of, I don't think he's ever hit home as being like a a really cherished character. Yeah, he's kind of a (laughs) And I think it's, I mean, everybody's, it's kind of like, why is this guy still alive? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how how could he have lasted? Yes. But, you know what, maybe he'll become more relevant. Well, it sounds like he will, but I have a feeling he's still not going to last the season. He's probably going to be dead soon. Well, that's just that's just let's not go to negative town. <laughs> Come on. Um, well, I mean, it did give a little bit more depth to him that he was out there doing that, and not just going out right. there trying to kill himself again. I guess exactly. Yeah, he had a he had a real reason for being yep. out there. Yeah, it gave him some more depth. Yeah, <clears throat> and I thought that when I mean, I'm sorry, when Michonne and Carl were on the porch talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of had an idea of where this was all leading <laughs> from the very mm-hmm. beginning. But when they were on the porch talking, it was like he's finally declaring that she's kind of like a mom to him. Mm-hmm. And that he loves her and respects her and, you know, all that stuff. Right. And I just thought that was just so sweet. And then, and then for what happened later to happen, it was like I wasn't I wasn't real thrilled that that happened. Meant to be? Why? I just I don't know, man. I think kind of like having them, um, having them as like separate leaders mm-hmm. in respect. You know, having them almost be like brother sister. 
I just thought fit their characters better. You know what? That's funny. When when it first started going down, I was thinking the same thing, brother sister thing, and it gave me kind mm-hmm. of a like the heebie-jeebies because mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. that should not be happening. But I mean, when when you've been through as much as they have, and you have something to share like that they, they have, it kind of makes. But sense. it's going to change the dynamic. Oh, it's totally um, going to change the dynamic. And I, yeah, and I don't know if it changes it in in a in a uh, personally for me an interesting way. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're going to play it up as much as they did with the storyline between Rick and Jesse. I don't know. I really don't think they will because if if they let the love thing get in the way of them leading the community, it's going to be a mm-hmm. detriment. Right. So I think they're going to keep it under wraps. Well, and I think, but I guess the other thing for me is I think I think Michonne loses some of her individuality. Mm-hmm. For sure. If they do that. Um, because Rick is such a dominant character. And if they hook up and, and become, you know, a couple, Rick's going to dominate that as far as in the show, personality-wise. Yeah. Whereas when she was separated out from him, she felt more of his, more as his equal. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Which is, it's a terrible thing to say, but I mean, it's just the way, you know, the characters are written on the show. Rick is a very dominant character, but Rick can be shown to be equal to other characters who are, in essence, look like they're standing up to him in some mm-hmm. ways. But I think what you're saying is being lost is that Michonne is also a dominant character. Right. And exactly. you're going to completely, she's going to lose her power. Yeah. Well, maybe. Her dominance <laughs> is not as strong as Rick's dominance. Unless you look at my show. relationship and she will have mm-hmm. all the power. You better believe right. it. Exactly. Yep. Yep. But I think just basically, you know, Rick is the face of the show. There's no doubt. Um, yes. But I think I think Michonne has more independence and more um, dominance in the show when she's on her own. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, yeah, I just didn't think that was a. I, I wasn't thrilled to see that turn of events, even though I saw it coming. It's kind of like really all right. Yeah. Soap opera. Plus, it was a little too much happiness, all in one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't we have? Yeah, there was. Okay, like all, no, you got these characters like you know hooking. Up, you got Daryl and Rick like going off and having a fun guy day. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever the hell you want to call that. Yeah, guy date. They a guy a date. Get, yeah, and then you got, he, he you got comes Eugene home and, and his sword. He hooks up and... with Michonne, who's like the toughest woman of mm-hmm. the group. Right. And it was, yeah, it was weird. It was like uh, an alter universe. Well, Enid found a I balloon. I wonder if Daryl will hook Enid up with I mean, Carol now. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I hope not. That's what, I hope not either, because I mean, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't see those two as a couple. <laughs> I hate to say it. Maybe his mom. I don't know. but uh, I actually don't like mm. the romance part I at don't all. Either. That's I mean, where like, it's like. For any character. It, I know. I agree. I think it should. Ju- I mean, obviously, people are going to be hooking up, and I'm surprised people don't hook up more right. than what they do. But right, we don't need. It doesn't need to be a part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that needed to be like someone's thought. It needs that to didn't be sex happen. for sex sake. For sex sake. Yeah. Sake. Like uh, what was it? Little Abraham and was it Abraham mm-hmm. and Sasha? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not Sasha, but Abraham and. Uh, Rosita. Rosita, excuse me. 
Abraham and Rosita, yes. Yeah, but we right. still have the whole Abraham-Sasha thing going on, too. We now have yeah, a love right. triangle that still has not been resolved or addressed. Uh, great. Rosita probably doesn't even Sweet. know about it yet. No. no that's yeah, great. so there's a little okay, love we, in the we, air that... Oh, it must be springtime. Why you text her, Kim? Well, now yeah. that... In now that everything is starting to calm down, that's when all this stuff happens. And we still have Maggie pregnant, you know? There's, like, all these family units that are getting ready to... Now how come she's not showing more? That's exactly later. what I said. She must be very, very, very early. Well, it's her first pregnancy, too. So. What? What is up with that? I know. I think we're going to see a lot more romance going on with a lot of people. Well, that sucks. <laughs> well, I don't think so because uh, from what they're showing, the next thing we got a whole bunch of other people to see. We will get more characters, evidently. Yeah, yeah, we will. So, what does he say? The world's bigger out there, or you're about to get to Your a bigger world, world is or about, something? Is about to get a lot bigger. That's it. Yes, yes. So, so, but what about at the very the very end? Jesus walks in on both of them mm-hmm. in the sack. Did you notice though the the way that the weapons were were placed next to the bed when they were showing them from above that laying in the bed? You could see, you know, Rick's gun on his nightstand and her katana on her nightstand. I didn't see that at all. I didn't notice it. <laughs> That's <either>. awesome. <laughs> Good. No, it wasn't until they were startled and stood up and grabbed their mm-hmm. weapons mm-hmm. that I even knew they had been had them with them. Right. But how did he get out? Well, that's it. Was, he's, he's, he was the guy's like Denise's a magician house, right? or something. Dude yeah. is freaking Jesus. He can do anything. He walks through walls. No, but I mean, he's obviously good at whatever pickpocket mm-hmm. stuff. You know, one thing getting out of yeah, stuff. Exactly. Houdini stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what that's about. But um, he obviously, you know, doesn't have any boundaries because he kind of just walks in on whoever he wants to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know. It, one, one final thought about the episode. One thing I did see in the episode that I kind of liked was some really interesting camera work. Hmm. They did some interesting angle. I loved like the shot of the uh, when they found the vending machine, looking up through the vending machine. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. When they were breaking it out, and and even you know even that last shot with uh, with them in bed was interesting. The way the the camera angle was and the way things were little clues of things were spread around mm-hmm. the room thought that was kind of interesting. Um, you know, I thought they did a really good job with some of that stuff in this episode. Yeah, I saw an interview with Nicotero recently, and he was saying that they were kind of, with with this season, season six, they were trying to be a little different with all of their cameras. Um, mm-hmm. In particular, that they're using more and more drones so that you can see, you get the feel that the world is a lot bigger than just the people that we are concentrated on in Alexandria. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think they're doing a lot more artistic fun stuff. And, and obvious and obviously they've got a bunch of hay. Yes. Because it's all over the roads. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, wow. Obviously they got bales and bales of hay to spread (laughs) everywhere. That's not leaves and whatever would normally gather. That's just a bunch of hay. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay, are we ready for a break? We are ready for a break. Awesome, we'll be back.
welcome back, everyone. We have some listener feedback this week. Yay! Evan Brockman wrote in, of course, and said, If you score a truckload of pure go- gold, don't F around with it. You scored big. Get that crap back home. Granted, I don't know all the logistics they are dealing with, how far they traveled, how much fuel is available to go on road trips. So I get you need to make the most of your trips, but that truck was loaded. Take it home. Now, all they got was mints. Although finding Jesus can save your soul, I suppose. <laughs> Very yes, well it said. Can. I totally they, agree. They got loaded. Uh, it's disappointing. And then they lost it. And Rick and Michonne found Jesus. I wanted to find out what was else in the truck and look like a cornucopia of goodies. Where's What's that show the where they have to open the um, the, the um? Oh yeah, the storage units. Yes, that's yeah, what it was that? reminding me of too. Yeah, let's see what's in there. Let's see what's in that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but it's all waterlogged now. Yep. 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 Thank you, Evan. So once again, if you want to hear people other than Evan, you need to write in. Why would anybody want to hear anybody else but Evan? Well, if you want to hear anybody else other than us, and you want to get some opinions out there, it's like, come on, Scott, you are so wrong. And stupid. Stimulate some conversation. You must not have enough, enough air down in that biosphere. Exactly. And don't feel like you whatever you have to say is stupid or sound silly because uh, have you listened to our podcast? Yeah. So say and we whatever do it you naturally. Want. Yeah, for real. We think we're actually being kind of smart until we listen to the playback. Like, <laughs> all right, so we do have some news items this week too. Bring it. All right. So the Walking Dead, Michonne, a Telltale miniseries is now available for download. It is a new game put out by Telltale Games and Skybound Entertainment, the same company that um, is owned by Mr. Robert Kirkman. It is a game that's very much like the Daryl game that came out recently, but it's a three-episode event. It starts now, and the next one is going to be put out in mid-March, and the last one will be put out in April. And all three episodes are available for fourteen ninety nine. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Oh well, well, yeah. I'm trying to figure out like when you say it's three episodes, so you just kind of go through start to finish of each. Like I don't know. How does that work on a game? Is it a game? Like it's a, a game. level. Yeah. Okay. So it's three levels. So you're just trying yeah. to like get to like the end of a map or something like that. No. Um. It's or there's scenes. That you're going through? Yeah, there's all these you different things. You open scenes. up, you unlock different things. Exactly. Okay. All right. Yes. I got you. Yes. That's Do you cool. steal a steal a truck? I don't know. But it's I know a- Kim and I used to play like video games like that all the time. It's been a long time though. There yep. it is supposed to be centered around water though, where she's on a boat. So it's kind of like the Fear of the Walking Dead. She's got a boat. She's on a boat with some walkers, some walkers. And <laughs> Michonne is on a boat with some walkers. Yeah. How did that happen? With some scissor. And as a matter of fact, the very first episode. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you about that later. The first episode is called (laughs) In Too Deep. And the second one is Give No Shelter. And the third one is What We Deserve. Mm. So, yeah. So, it's a three-episode game. Mm. It's it's like the one with um, 
It's like the original Walking Dead game. I, never I did it. not play that either. Oh, y'all need to play no, that. No, it's, That's I mean, good. like Resident Evil or something. You told With me it wasn't time. that great. You told me it wasn't what that game? great. I don't remember saying that. It's awesome. Liar. I love that game. Oh, was that the game that you were playing and you, like, threw the iPad on the floor and you're like, screw this? No. Okay. Oh, I was looking at your <laughs> baby pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so check that out. And then, this is pretty big. I'm very excited about this. So, I think that everybody now is aware that Negan's coming, so I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything when I talk about Negan. The Negans are coming! The Negans are coming! Negan. <laughs> Negan, Negan, whatever. We'll figure it out soon. Okay. Um, but Robert Kirkman decided he's going to put out the backstory of Negan. Hmm. All right. So, starting this May... He's going to start releasing, um, like, it's going to be like a four-page spread, so it'll be episodic. Every month, for the next 12 months, they're going to start releasing bits and pieces of his story in a new comic called Image Plus Comics. Get out! And it's going to talk about his past and how he became the evil person that he is now, and just what everything that led up to his change of personality. So when is he cool. releasing this? I hope not not soon at all. As I just said, May. Oh. That's that's it's, May for for those of us who don't know our calendars. Yes. Stuart, it's soon. So a couple months. I missed the May thing. Okay. Well, that's uh. that's too soon because I feel like they, we need to like see how bad Negan is before we try to figure out yeah. why Negan became so bad. Well, you're going to have to search out this comic. So I think that anybody who watches the show as just a general viewer is mm. probably not going to search this out. Okay. Well, you see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. I got All right. Like like me. Yeah. It's not going to okay. be like the Governor series where it's released in book form, although they are talking right. about releasing it after the entire se- series has been released. Mm-hmm. So it would be at least another year. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I don't think that it's going to spoil anything for anybody. So when did you mm-hmm. say that was being released? Next year. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, keep moving. <laughs> Serenity now. <laughs> Seriously. And that's all we have for the news today. Uh, one other thing, you good. know, we were, we were a little negligent. We didn't talk about our, our airline walker episode from the show oh i forgot all about it because when we watched it Stuart and i were both Mm -hmm. like haven't we already seen this one Mm, no no it's a little bit carrying continuing a little bit more from the last week it's obvious that the the chick in the army jacket knows what's going on yeah she's she's dealt with it beforehand Mm -hmm. right and then we also find out that uh um they can't fly anywhere. Yeah, they can't land anywhere. Right. Yeah. There's nowhere to go. So what are they going to do? Yeah, because they're already flying. Right. That's right, Stu. <laughs> so you're the most absorbent of the That group. leads credence <laughs> to the idea that I had last week, that the plane the next crashes one out, into man? the water, and the walker uh-huh. is in the water, and that's the next character. Uh, well, yeah, I was kind of thinking Walker was like an easy out instead of having like an actual person that was from this. I still think one of those characters makes it. One of the actors. All right. 
Yes, yes. One of the characters survives the plane and is on the show, and I'm, it's going to be either the chick in the jacket or, or the fat kid. Yep. <laughs> well, we'll find out April 10th. <laughs> yes, yes, I guess so. Oh, is that when it, is that when it wraps up? April 10th? That's when it starts. That's when the oh, fear, yeah. yeah. But, so, okay, yeah, but I mean, when does this thing wrap up, though? The airplane story. <laughs> yeah, please, God. <laughs> the week when before, does it wrap probably? Up? What's that? The week before, okay. probably? So, there, so this is supposed to, take, it's supposed to take place at the beginning of the Fear series, then? Yes. The, the new yeah. character the new will character. be on the I, I think, premiere. Gotcha. Yeah, I think yeah. they have, like, one more minute left. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Over the next two months. No, I think they crash in the water and they ca- and they save somebody. Possibly. We're out on a yep. boat. That's true. Get yep. the boat. Good times. Good times. Right. Yep, but you do have a um, a stewardess that's about to turn. Turn. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I don't think anybody else can't... has been infe- infected though, right? They just got that girl staring at that kid continuously. Well, there's also you got to. <laughs> You got to figure something else may be going on because the plane is hitting a lot of uh, jumping around a lot. Maybe the pilots have changed, have turned. Yes, or maybe, maybe something's happening. Yeah, maybe walkers are falling out of the sky and they're just like running into them. It's raining walkers. <laughs> <laughs> just like boom, 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 boom. Damn, there's a lot of walkers. It's like Ethel Merman. Oh. Uh, All right, next week. Yeah, so, any, <laughs> shut up. stirred it for Uh, him uh, thank you I think that's my cue folks so Scott what's happening next week (laughs) well Stuart next week on The Walking Dead it'll be season 6 episode 11 Knots Untie what? I don't know what that means we'll find out Hmm. Jesus leads Rick and the group through a dangerous road to Hilltop Colony Hmm. See, now why do they have to go and blow it like that? Well, they just told you. That they're going to Hilltop Colony. Yeah. But but for those of us but for those of us who have not read the comics, we do not know what Hilltop Colony is, so we're intrigued. Mm-hmm. I know, but why do they even tell you that? Well, like what are they going to say? Dangerous road to To a people. new community? Uh, but see, then people would be like, God, another community? Really? I, I don't know. They just didn't need to say the name. Whatever. All right. All right. Whatever. Go ahead. Sorry. It's being directed by Michael Strasamus. Satrazemus. Satrazemus. <laughs> yeah, he's the one. All right. Do it again. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Go Michael Satrazemus. <laughs> there you go. Nicely done. Thank you. Uh, he's directed uh, other walking dead episodes right mm-hmm. yep um and he's usually the cameraman in most productions really yeah why that's interesting not really um <laughs> the guy our, that was getting coffee like you put it exactly it. yeah hey go hold up that that, that wall <laughs> um all right so and the writers are matthew negrete and channing powell that's channing powell who's a female um <laughs> gotcha. Scott's tired. Uh, uh, anyway, Negrete has uh, written several episodes of The Walking Dead, including Slabtown, one of my all-time favorites. Um, 
is also known as a writer for the Power Rangers. No! Oh, sweet. This would be good. Know they were still around. Um, and Pal, Pal is a producer and writer for The Walking Dead. So does this mean once they kill the zombies, they will get much larger? I yes. think so. They, 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 they will have powers. Yep. And they'll have helmets. Yeah. They yeah. like all merge together to became become one huge walker. Oh, Ooh, now see, it's sweet. the mega walker. Man, that would be smelly. Yeah. So is Rick the Red Ranger? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Satrazimus did the Grove, which is one okay. of my favorites. I'm not sure which one that was. That's when... Um, Oh, yeah. Lizzie, look at the flowers, Lizzie, when Carol kills, kills her. Oh, that was mm-hmm. creepy. That was awesome. That was a creepy one. That was yep. the best, yep. one of the best episodes for the entire series. Mm-hmm. So this yes, next one should be pretty creepy. good, I hope. Mm-hmm. It could be. Mm-hmm. I have to ask, with the filming and, the, and directing a, a, the shows like this, is it... Is this pretty rare that they jump around to a different director every time? No. Yeah, they do it every no, time. No, if you... If, yeah, if you looked at, um, like, the House of Cards, for instance, yeah, you'll see that almost every episode is directed by a different director. Yeah, but that's, like, I mean, that's more recent stuff. I'm saying, like, has that always been like that? Like, um, I don't know, like, look at Lost, let's say. Yes. Did Lost, Lost did yeah, that? different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes the writers would do the directing and so forth. X-Files? Okay. Probably. X-Files? No, I think Chris Carter did all that. Did he? Okay. Yeah, I think he was the only one on that. IMDb it. Okay, I was just wondering because it, it seemed like it would seem like it would be right it's more of a more recent thing. <clears throat> Everything's just like to kind of well, keep now. it. Yeah, but to keep yeah. it like more of you know interesting, different visuals every time. Mm-hmm. You know, people have different perspectives on things. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. Well, that's just, why. Uh, I, that's why I, they have actually, showrunners. Well, I actually right. thought it was actually more of a rare thing just to The Walking Dead and not um, no. something that had really been done uh, elsewhere. So that's why I was asking. No, it's it's done with Doctor Who does it. And, okay. Uh, you know, most of these, these series like that. Okay. Hour, hour long episodes. They Power, do. Power yeah. Rangers? I suppose. <laughs> I don't really know anything about them, but. Uh, they don't really have, they don't really have like a script they follow, I don't think. Well, they don't speak a lot, do they? Oh, they speak oh, a lot. Oh, they speak a lot. And it's very dramatic. Like, mm. <laughs> no, it's, hey, it's the, Carl. It's the exact same oh, element God. from when they started doing these in like the early 90s. Yeah. Exact same thing over and over. It's it's amazing. Like, kids, I can't wait it's for the movie. Horrible. Oh, kids there's movies it. too. Oh, yeah. No, no, this is gonna be, no but there's a feature film oh, coming. No. Is there? Sweet. Yes. Oh, no, no, there's a... Fe- no, I'm sorry, not Power Rangers. What's Ultraman. That? Oh, now that's cool. I don't know Ultraman. <laughs> Ultraman, Ultraman was... was was another really bad... Yes. Uh, um, that was old school 80s uh, Japanese. Japanese thing. Yep. Like, like Godzilla type thing, so if it was a big dude. Hmm. It was pretty much was where Ultraman. Power Rangers came from. There was a lot of those... Um, shows that were in, coming out of Japan that were like that, and Power Rangers right. kind of followed that same feel. Oh, I'll be the so, first yeah, in so line some, for, for that. For some reason, we'll just call it a recipe—the same recipe for Ultraman. Yeah. Oh my, that's awesome! Yeah. Not. Well, you know, on that note, yes, I think we should wrap it up. 
Thank you, everyone, for joining us. You can find us on Twitter, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, and don't forget to rate us. You can also find us on Facebook and on the web at www.fearmepodcast.com. And if you want to get in touch with us or send us your thoughts on the episode, you can email us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week to recap episode 11 of The Walking Dead. Thanks for listening. Bye. Good night. Good night. Damn, Stuart, come back. Kim, come back. Gah.